found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It is a Wednesday edition of Tidbits, the 13th day of April. Rocky weather is coming our way, Matthew. Yes, it is. Rocky. Rocky. Welcome to you. (laughs) Morning, buddy. Looks like we're going to be breezy. And, um, of course. We'll see showers and thunderstorms today and tonight. Right. But and, tomorrow uh, should but be sunny. breezy as well tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. Probably breezy. even more so tomorrow yeah. than today. So we've got uh, whaling winds prevailing. Yes. Gust to 40, it says, out of the southwest. Southwest. Okay. <laughs> Want to get away? <laughs> well, we'll uh, get details of that coming up. Well, we all know this. That uh, times are tough. Prices rose 8.5% in March. Jeez. When compared to March a year ago, the biggest such jump since 1981. The increase is even bigger than the 7.9 jump registered in February. Gosh. Which was the previous 40-year high. This marks six straight months of inflation of at least 6%. What are we going to do? What are we going to do about this? Matthew Pauls just announced his candidacy for... (laughs) (laughs) One expert investor said we're seeing strong inflation momentum across the board, both for goods and services, adding that supply chain issues continue to hurt. Mm. So I don't look for it to get better soon, that's for sure. It's terrible. Just... Terrible. It is. Are we at a misery index yet? <laughs> I've been there for quite a while. You know? <laughs> I've been hanging on to the bottom rung of the misery index. Ah. <laughs> Just uh, pretty miserable. <laughs> it, is, it spans several years, several several presidencies, <laughs> decades. <laughs> I've been miserable. <laughs> uh. Now, this says that just 9% of Americans believe COVID-19 is a serious crisis. So it's down to 9%. Yeah. Signaling Americans are ready to move past the pandemic. But what, what do we have to look forward to? You know, I, I'll probably get scurvy. I can't afford oranges. <laughs> I'll get scurvy. I just... <laughs> I don't know why that sticks out. You know, there are certain things that you go through in elementary. (laughs) It just sticks with you. You know? And I remember the discussion pertaining to explorers in that era. Right. And, you know, I read about scurvy, and I, you know, I just envisioned that scurvy was just a hideous. (laughs) (laughs) But nobody ever explained what it was. Right. (laughs) Do you still know what it is? Well, now I do. Okay. You know, but... Back I in, never bothered to look it up. <laughs> you know, I guess, uh, you know, you, you need your fresh fruits, you know, to keep from. Right. You know. Right. But see, but I, you're right. It was a major issue back yeah, then. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, all oh, the crew had scurvy. Oh, I'm going to get scurvy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it just sounds like, well, the whole the whole ship's dead. <laughs> they they all had scurvy. They all had scurvy. <laughs> Now, something, you know, think about this. I don't know how often you eat fresh fruit. Okay. Okay? Yeah. I don't really. 
Sure. And I've never developed scurvy. Okay. It's like. It's never been a thing with you. I don't. And maybe it's just pertaining to being on the water. It's like getting the bends if you come up too quickly. Yeah. Maybe the water and the elements of being confined would lead to scurvy. If I had to guess, it's I, I, I don't know. I mean, the, the food you eat, probably you get your nutrients from other things. Yeah. You know? And I don't know what they were eating back then. Probably what? It's the 1500s, it's for like heaven's sake. Salt pork and <laughs> gruel? Yeah, I mean. Probably bowls of gruel I, I for breakfast. <laughs> and you know, those ships really weren't that large. No. And there were a lot of guys on there. Yeah. And how they got so much stuff in there to, to even survive is amazing to me. You know, you look at the, even certain aircraft over at the Grissom Air Museum, mm-hmm. and it's amazing how I get off track of where we were. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But you look at the bombers and stuff yeah. you know, from World War II. They're, yeah. You know, you envision them. They appear to be huge in the movie. And they're really not all that they large. They really aren't. Yeah. Which is why when you when you see a plane, is it the C ten or the C five? I can never remember, but it's like the biggest cargo plane that they have. Yeah, you can like haul buses on it. <laughs> <clears throat> Which we got to go over there and go through one, and then watch it take off. Yeah, and it's massive. I mean, it is just <laughs> massive. How something like that fly? You say to yourself, how does that big old heavy ship float? It's not supposed to. <laughs> it's. It's magic. <laughs> so, but if the world were like me mentally, okay, if everybody <laughs> in the world had my mental ability, yeah. we'd have nothing, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know how to build uh, a ship. We'd have, you know, we'd have an airplane, magic little sprites <laughs> to do <laughs> things in your car engine. <laughs> we wouldn't have anything. No. <laughs> That thing can't float. <laughs> it just be would just be in existence, and there'd be nothing. No automobiles invented. No, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> just nothing. <laughs> That's scary. You know, when you think about it, if uh, the world population had my mentality, <laughs> we we probably wouldn't exist. <laughs> We would have gave up long ago to the aliens. Yes. You're, you're superior. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you're superior. We give up. I don't have enough brains to battle you. <laughs> it's That's funny because my wife was asking me just yesterday about how brakes work. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> For all I know, there could be like tiny little magic men in there like pulling levers. I don't know how. <laughs> See, now my brake knowledge is based on my go-kart. It used to just mash down on the wheel. There you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or your bicycle. You, know, you, <laughs> you got the pads that squeeze, squeeze. Yeah. <laughs> That's the basics That's of the, a brake. <laughs> there's, there's a little magic man on a bicycle wheel squeezing. I don't know how they work. So, again, imagine the world if we were all. It was Max and me. Okay. And, imagine. Um, <laughs> It'd be a terrible, terrible, uh, uh, underdeveloped yes. <laughs> yes. world. It's just about 6.30. Let's check news with Karen. This is Tidbits. <laughs> Did 
You know, even in the simpleton society we would live in, <laughs> we'd still crave bacon. Sure. And sure we'd figure out some way to make it. Even though Dale prefers his chicken boiled. <laughs> I like my, yeah, I've, I've I like my nuggets boiled, boiled. Boiled nuggets, please. <laughs> no sauce. No sauce, just boiled nuggets. I'm good. Uh, slide around everywhere on your plate. Oh. <laughs> no, but you're right. We would still – we'd figure out bacon. I, yeah. fig- I think that that's just ingrained in us that we would figure out how to do bacon. Yeah. And that's – um. That is exactly what you get with the signature sandwich from the Old Style Inn. Uh, they are open for breakfast, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. You get a um, Old Style Inn breakfast sandwich. It's got egg and cheese. It's served on thick Texas toast. I'm guessing. Okay. I'm guessing they probably butter that up and toast it. Oh, you, you uh, bet. Yeah. You bet. You bite into it. It's got yeah. that crunch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Anyhow, it uh, also comes with six full strips of quality bacon. Not which, pieces. Which I, I, I was thinking of that last night. Yeah. I was enjoying a burger that had, <laughs> that had bacon on it. And the bacon was like just it was pathetic. Yeah. It was just pathetic. You was, want quality. I want quality. Yeah. And I thought, I bet the old style has better bacon than this. You get four on the uh, sandwich or uh, two on the side, or you can just get all six on the sandwich. But that is a um, mountain of a breakfast sandwich that will fill you up from the old Thailand. Serving mm-hmm. breakfast, 8 a.m. to 11. And they also offer fresh-made omelets, uh, cinnamon French toast, oh, pancakes, man. steak and eggs, pork chop and eggs. And, of course, the tried and true, the classic oh, biscuits and gravy. That sounds like paradise. There you go. I had to just move into the bar. And wake up in the morning, there I am on a table. Okay, I'm ready for breakfast. <laughs> I'd be like Reggie Miller. He lives at Wendy's. Yeah, yeah. It's true. <laughs> Here's a dolphin. I have a story yeah? about that. Oh, okay. I was, years ago, I was at an establishment. Okay. And it was a Halloween thing. Okay. And this dude just came off the street. like okay. Off the street. Dude. Yeah. Okay. And just came in and... Like like just like just came in, crawled up on the pool table as people are playing. Like <laughs> came in, got up on the pool table and curled up like he was going to sleep. <laughs> like what is happening? <laughs> oh, what is going on? Kind of like Otis and Andy Griffith. Okay, okay, yeah. You know, he just uh, yeah. lets himself in jail. It's, yeah, basically <laughs> arrests himself. Perhaps this individual slept on that pool table. I'm just going to go lay down. <laughs> Here's a dolphin caught on camera attacking a trainer. Oh. During a performance at Miami Sea Aquarium on Saturday, Shannon Carpenter was watching the Flipper show with his family. When he recorded the moment, the dolphin turned on its trainer. The trainer swam to the dock pretty quickly, and she just kneeled there for the rest of the show while they kind of closed it down. Trainer was picked up by an ambulance and brought to an area hospital after the attack. Wow. An animal law attorney, Jared Goodman, said it is this is uh, not new. Reportedly, that same dolphin rammed another trainer about two years ago. Hmm. It's got a toad. A dolphin with a toad. That's a toad. Okay. <laughs> Goodman also said um, uh, other aggressions have occurred with the uh, dolphin in the past week. 
Miami-Dade County Safety Authorities were contacted as a precaution. Seaquarium is continuing business as usual and has not suspended any shows. Hmm. What do they do? Have a talk with it? You know, after the, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> you know, we love you, but you can't. You, can't, you just can't be ramming people during shows, okay? You know? I know it's frustrating. I know. I know it is, but we're all professionals, okay? I know you're tired of doing four shows a day. (laughs) Now, starting today and over the next four weeks, Krispy Kreme will sell a dozen glazed donuts for the price of the national average cost of gas a gallon. So this week's deal, $4.11. How much do they normally cost? I don't know. Okay. I'm thinking more than that. I'm thinking so, too. Because, you know, they're pretty good donuts. They're well-liked. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you're saving. you got to save money there. They said prices will be updated weekly, so check back each Tuesday to know that week's offer price. What if something drastic happened? Suddenly we find a humongous two zillion million year <laughs> supply of oil, and gas goes down to 37 cents. Yeah. Well. It wouldn't happen. No. Number one. No. We wouldn't be allowed to get it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This uh, sweet deal takes place every Wednesday through May 4th. Oh, so it's only on Wednesdays. Yeah, just Wednesdays. Okay. Not all week. So, um, you know, you could go and get some today. Oh, wait. Prices will be updated weekly, so check back each Tuesday to know that week's offer price. Okay. But then it says the deal will take place every Wednesday until May (laughs) So what is it? Again, we're from a simpleton world. We are. <laughs> Mass confusion. <laughs> you know, in our population of Mats and Dales, all with the same brain. Okay? It's just, we don't understand. I'll just go to Bullen's and get some lunch sticks. <laughs> yeah, we got some fine donut products lo- locally. Yeah. You know. Yeah. This says that the ingredients in black tea and coffee... Can put a strain on your iron levels, which could result in hair loss. Now, if you look at our simpleton community here, I've got plenty of it. Matt doesn't. Okay, so there's (laughs) something amok here. The exact opposite. And we both drink coffee. Yeah. Dr. Sarah Kayat explained that losing around 100 to 150 strands of hair a day is normal. Hmm. Because sometimes I brush my eye and I think, what the... But that some people can lose more down more to stress. And, you know, you went through a lot of stress, you know, there for a long Yeah, you did. I did. Most of the time. I did. The hair loss will stop once your stress levels ease. But by then you don't have any. (laughs) And it never comes back. (laughs) With that in mind, the doctor suggests if you're a black tea drinker, Try and minimize your intake, or even better, stick with green tea as an alternative. I don't mind green tea. I don't see any connection here. They're not connecting anything to coffee. She just mentioned tea. Right. So, that explains it all. Okay. I mean, we've got two people in this same studio <laughs> that that drink the same stuff. Yeah. And, um, yeah. so I don't know. You have... Like you said, overabundance of hair, and I, <laughs> I do not. Thank goodness, though, I didn't get my dad's trait. It's like oh, just, just ape hair. Ape, yeah, all over, just yeah. Thank goodness, you know, because 
I'll be honest, as a, as a child, I got frightened some. You know, it's like, my goodness, he's so hairy. <laughs> okay? It's just, so you know, it was just, you know, remember that wrestler, what was his name? He was had that blank look on his face. Yeah, yeah. And he was all hairy. Yeah. And sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what was his name? Was it George? Was George something? <laughs> but he just, you, you know. <clears throat> and he was obsessed with. Yes. With uh, Savage's uh, girl. Yeah, miss somebody. Yeah. Miss. Elizabeth. Yeah. <laughs> that guy was funny. That, uh, he just had that blank look. <laughs> it's like if you touched him, it would be gross. <laughs> wasn't he like a high school like science teacher or something? And something. I mean, yeah. he wasn't at all what he portrayed. Right, right. <laughs> Here's a uh, New Jersey man that's filed suit against a Duncan store. Oh, here it is, saying the coffee they were served was too hot and caused serious burns when it spilled into the husband's lap. I'm telling you, I've had some piping hot coffee that I've spilled on myself before, and it's my fault. Okay? It's not their fault. It's not their fault for serving it that hot. I mean, we'll call it Warbucks coffee. Sure. And it's really hot. I don't know if it still is, but it's always been like, you get that sleeve thing. Yeah. It does nothing. Yeah. Yeah. He claims he suffered second and third degree burns when that coffee fell in his lap. It accuses Duncan and its workers were negligent in the preparation, sale, and service of the coffee to the plaintiff that it was too hot. I'd say you just don't have enough sense. Okay. (laughs) And, uh. I've done it. You know, I, I was getting ready to get back right. on a Cub bus. We were on a Cub trip, and I went to a Warbucks coffee. Warbucks. Okay. Daddy, Daddy Warbucks and, coffee. And I spilled it all over me. It hurt. Yeah. And then my shirt stained for the whole trip home. It was it was ugly. Oh. Oh. But I didn't sue them. The mental anguish of wearing a stained shirt. See, that'd be part of my lawsuit. <laughs> People are staring at me. <laughs> it says he was forced to spend money on hospital care, can't work, and is losing income due to a permanent injury. Oh, come on. Okay. You know, I, I I couldn't be an attorney for, I just couldn't do that. <sighs> buck up, man, buck up. Right. <laughs> Don't do that. It's your fault. Now, if they poured it on him, that'd be a different story. But I'm presuming, you know. My dad, my dad should have been a lawyer. Because he has that, <laughs> he has that, that switch inside that's yeah. like, if, if this were brought to him, he'd be like, yeah, let's take it to him. <laughs> right or wrong, you know. And by the end of it, Duncan would be like, you know what, here, here, just leave us alone. Just, you just take this pile of cash and go away. And that's what it takes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just give up. I, 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 <laughs> All right, we'll end the day with fishing. Oh, boy. Okay, here's a guy that smashes the state fishing record from Brandon, Mississippi. This for a blue catfish. While fishing in Natchez, Mississippi, Eugene Conley reeled in a 131-pound blue cat. What the heck? That was 30 pounds more than the previous state record. It's like as big as a tailgate <laughs> on a truck. My God. How do you get it in? How do you get that in? 
It was just shy of an IGFA fishing world record. World wow. record. It's massive. If that's in there, what else is in there? Oh. You know? How do you get that in there? I don't know. You know, I've got eight-pound test. Yeah. You know? And a lot of people do catch the, you know, it's like, that'd take you forever to get that in. Yeah. I think it was a dead body. Yeah. If I saw no, it. No, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I'd probably. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know if I could ever get a world record because it did. It'd freak you out. Yeah. It'd it's too big. So that's a that's a whopper of a fish, 131 pounds. So now you've got something to shoot for this summer. And the guy that caught it looks like he weighs about 125 pounds. <laughs> you know, catfish fight anyway. They're good fighters. Hmm. You know that they have a tendency they'll just go down, and uh, you know it's just uh, they're 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 a good fighting fish. So I'm sure it took him a while to get it in, right? Especially that heavy. I'd be petrified. Well, maybe if, if it's that big, it's just give it up. It's just, it's like an old, like, lethargic dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've lived for 70 years. <laughs> I swam these waters since <laughs> the 30s. I finally decided I wanted that piece of liver, and it cost me. <laughs> it's, it's I wonder what his bait was, if he just, like. I don't know. Because, you know, catfish, they'll, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you can use about anything. I was going to say it was just like a big like wad of food mashed up on a <laughs> probably something stinky. It's always it's always something stinky. Yeah. So there you go, Matt. It's uh, six fifty. Oh, look All right. look at the time. I gotta go. We gotta move on. All right, see, see you. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.